0: Welcome to Just the Tip America with your host, Dr. Bill. We invite you to join an open discussion about what Just the Tip really means. There is so much going on in today's world, it is simply overwhelming. We provide a sanctuary to take a breath, catch up, and clear your mind.
1: and we are back for one additional week of education and entertainment i'm dr bill thanks for joining us on just the tip i am here with my co-hosts production team and security team i have shelby jose uh let's see tucker and cody who are making us safe making sure that we are comfortable and broadcasting to you today. We thank you for coming in. We're gonna talk about woke versus morally broke. (laughs) Woke, now, again, this is not a political comment, more of a social comment. Um, And I am, initially, I was very interested in the concept of Uh, wokeness. And Jose has given us a definition. We'll put that up on the screen. Uh, I think that at some point, I don't know if I can see that. Uh, Jose, let's bring that up where we can see it. Uh, Being aware and actively attentive to important facts and issues especially issues uh, of race and social justice. I think that's a great definition. And I, for years, was very proud of being woke in a way that I fully understood it. Being woke, being woke. I'm attentive to what the hell's going on, to be fair. Attentive to people with different views, possibly different backgrounds that can educate me and hopefully I can educate them to turn them on to something different. As early as uh, junior high and high school, I considered myself woke. I wore uh, bell-bottom pants and Nehru coats. <laughs> I had a saxophone. I didn't know how to apply it, but I had it because that was very cool. In the 70s, it was being a Renaissance man being aware of different things, different things that you can explore, being open to different things. Uh, As you guys know, I'm a long time, uh, (laughs) a long time martial artist and first time caller. How does that work? (laughs) Uh, And Bruce Lee had some great things about if you think you know everything and your mind is full, you're never going to be able to experience other thoughts. And if you trained in one particular martial art and you saw someone who had a different martial art and you blow that off as being ineffective, you've screwed up. You weren't a Renaissance person. You weren't a woke person. Certainly were are not uh, an effective martial artist. So if you have a glass that's always full with your thoughts mm-hmm. and your approach towards life, you're, there's no room for any more water in that glass. There's no room to learn. So woke, in my mind and in my upbringing and my comfort level was being open, aware, and inquisitive and really hurting to learn more, wanting to learn more. When I have seen over the last few years, the concept of wokeness turn into something very different and very scary. This is not picking a fight today. This is not choosing sides. It is an understanding of what the hell is going on with us. I think it was this morning or last night I was um, looking at the news and I came across an article uh, about a teacher in Texas who was explaining to either junior high or high school group about pedophilia mm-hmm. here it is texas teacher on administrative leave after telling students to call pedophiles minor attracted persons maps wow um and i thought that was funny at first but then i started thinking or oh, what the hell is going on I, I think this is an illustration of someone trying to be aware of social issues certainly pedophilia is 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 an issue that's been around for decades in one of my first radio shows in the 90s i actually interviewed a psychiatrist and we were talking about pedophilia we're talking about recidivism uh their rate of return the the rate of uh what percentage of people once they uh have offended once they've committed that crime, mm-hmm. how many will come back and do the same crime again? Yeah. And interestingly enough, 25 to 50% the data supports wow. 30 years ago in, in recent data, that 25 to almost 50% of people will reoffend, And that's with treatment or not. Yeah. Treatment or not. And the psychiatrist explained to me that pedophilia was just another way this was 30 years ago another way of someone expressing their thoughts their beliefs their actions uh without really having uh confined they didn't they they went beyond what was socially normal Mm -hmm. and he explained it to me it was very similar in his mind which i didn't agree with in his mind it was you know, similar to someone taking the liberty of parking his car in your driveway. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of jokes that can come out of that, but I thought that was really minimizing it then. Uh-huh. And a lot of people support the fact that this is a big deal,
0: yeah.
1: that we should not normalize pedophilia. As a physician and as someone who deals with sexual health, I have people weekly... Men and women weekly who come to me with the scars of inappropriate encounters as a child, where they have been sexually molested, where they suffer this PTSD, where they have uh, support animals, where they're on anxiolytics, medications to keep them from going nuts. It is a big. Fucking deal. Yeah. And to minimize this, really, I mean, there, when when I read this article, I, oh, this is curious, and then I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm really pissed because there's two things. One is that we don't understand, or a lot of people don't understand, how bad people can be. Whether it's a sickness or a criminal act or a compulsion that cannot be controlled. The outcome is bad. I'm not concerned about the reasons right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not concerned from a therapeutic point of view. Yeah, I'd like to hear about it. I'd like to know about it. I know that there are state mental hospitals across this country who have groups of pedophilia. Pedophiles, I guess, groups Mm -hmm. of pedophiles that are all incarcerated in one group. They live together because if they were in a general population, they'd be dead. Right. Right. Yep. that's it. You know, it's a great. I'm a lifer. I got some kid who I uh, got some guy who came in and molested a kid. What am I going to do with my time? I'm going to I'm going to take him out. Yeah, that is the their thinking. The lowest rung, the lowest on the rung, the worst of the worst. Yeah, And to normalize this behavior is nuts. The other data, when I when I looked at this, I started looking up some things about how many times does someone have to inflict harm on a child before they're caught?
0: Right.
1: About one out of 30 Wow! that the average person convicted, those are people that are, that are caught right. and convicted. The average number of offenses before they get caught is about 30. So you get a lot of guys who are incarcerated, who are in the system, and on average, at least with this study, was I think 115, 120 victims. Wow. So it's a big deal. And so I I look at this as being absolute, absolutely absurd that we're changing the names
0: mm-hmm.
1: to normalize the behavior. Yeah, We're changing the names to normalize the behavior. That was one crazy point. The other thing, I realize that this is a teacher whose job is to teach math and English and science and in some schools, etiquette.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're teaching about the correct woke term on pedophilia. What what kind of challenges what kind of power have we given as parents to the teachers that are eight hours a day 10 hours a day taking care of our kids and are supposed to be teaching them basic things but now we're talking about something totally different jose you're a parent shelby you're a parent as well is this bizarre to you or is it just me it's crazy, well, what is going on with our schools there was i i think you pointed out to me mm-hmm. that in a group of there there's a uh there's a diagram jose on a class for special ed students yeah special ed students, and this is their this is
0: part of bo- their book
1: part of their book part yeah. of their curriculum on teaching sexual health to special ed kids who are, it's cool that they're being in a class and they're getting exposed to everything that every student gets exposed to and they should be. But uh, as my sister, Roberta, as a special ed teacher, teaches me that these kids have remarkable opportunities to learn and we should never limit what their goals should be and never, ever limit their particular opportunities, but it's the way we teach. So giving them a diagram of sexual intercourse, I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's, it's a, it's a special ed class, but according to that diagram, it looks like special head. You know, I'm just not, I'm not (laughs) figuring this out on whether this is appropriate or not. So where what are the limits that we should be setting for our teachers that clearly are not equipped to teach this mm-hmm. are not equipped to offer certain social statements to our kids that are developing shouldn't that be more of a family issue and and I guess it 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 speaks to homeschooling mm-hmm. um I don't know why we don't see more of this I don't see, I don't understand this. It's but it's very think frustrating. Think it.
0: um, when you criticize or point something out, then you're on the wrong side.
1: Well, that's, you're right. If, if, if I am offering an opposing view currently in 2022 in the last few years, yeah, it, it didn't always used to be that way. I can criticize. I could make a statement. Is it a bet? Is there a better way? I don't agree with you, and that doesn't mean mm-hmm. I'm a Nazi. It doesn't mean that you're the devil. Well, it may mean. Go ahead. You're biting your tongue. Go no, ahead. No, no.
0: Yeah. I'm just um, you know reflecting back at some of the school board meetings that I've attended here locally, and you know when you go against the social the socialized agenda because that's to me what they're doing they're trying to socialize everything instead of you know um putting in facts that you are then now becoming the the opposed view so a lot of things change you know you're the um the questions that you're allowed to ask and uh, the comments that are, are made from people like us that oppose these things are totally just disregarded.
1: Well, uh, you know, the, it's very difficult to uh, balance uh, uh, political opposition and just wanting to figure it out and learn. And, and I hope that our listeners and and, I, I, and, and our guys here I want to stay away from them versus us. I really want to get to a point. Says cannot can't we figure this out? I mean, science is science.
0: Uh-huh.
1: We, we there's huge data. I'm going to have I'm going to have Roberta uh, online at some point in in the near future about giving us her the benefit of of her 35 years plus of of special ed teaching. But we have an obligation. Uh, you know, special uh, or or, uh, sex education should really not be limited to how to put a condom on and how to prevent disease. It really should be including how to raise a kid and when is age appropriate education placed and how do we determine that and determining how our kid has the ability to absorb certain information.
0: Another thing, I mean... When do you draw the line? I mean, what's right. next? You know being attracted to animals and normalizing that that's already in play i mean
1: okay it's... cody i'm I'm glad that Cody and Tucker are out right now, but our animals are beautiful, <laughs> and I am attracted to them, and they serve a wonderful purpose and not only do we love them, but we thank them for their service, but you're right. Was that funny or no? Should I, I I was almost being too serious (laughs) and I had to come back to some humor, but yeah, there, there are societies, there are groups, there are entities that, you know, let them do their thing as long as it doesn't impact me. It, they're impacting me when my children, Uh the people that I'm in charge of, the, the people that I am duty bound to protect. When they're impacted in a negative way, that's when I have to draw the line. It's interesting, let's let's go to our last graphic here, and and you kind of alluded to that, uh, Jose, is that we know that um, there are a lot of people that have been demonized and have been on the wrong side of an argument when it comes to what is now a bastardized wokeness. And it's not just learning. It's not learning about everyone else. It's not coming to an agreement and agreeing to disagree. And I swore to myself that I would never use that term. So we're going to either edit it out or please understand what I mean by that. Is that it's okay to have different. Let's, let's get get back on that illustration, if you wouldn't mind, Jose. So th- what we have seen over the last few years is that the above-named individuals, uh, some uh, comedians, an author who have been marginalized by a group of people that are not happy with their particular stance on sex, on education, on certain social issues. Um, we, they fought back. They did not cower. Uh, when is enough enough? It's already enough. too much. It's already enough. And it doesn't mean that we do anything But we don't go beyond fighting back from a discussion point of view. I'm not talking about taking this to the streets like many people talk about. I'm not talking about physically putting someone down. I'm talking about coming to a table and discussing without being hateful, without being mean, Mm -hmm. and spend our energies in trying to figure this out. And if we can't figure out, then it's perfectly fine to have them in, in us, in our own little area and not cross that line and not cross that territory. And we did a piece on uh, civil war. Maybe that's what it's going to be. It's not going to be a war, but it's going to be a separation. And maybe it's time for us. If we can't get along, you, we, we go to our, our corners. Like you have kids that are, are, uh, uh, have been developed too close and they fight too much with the terrible twos we separate them maybe it's time for us to be separated and not not in a way that causes harm but in a way that allows each group to flourish and it's a way of helping us to determine if we have someone that we want to take care of and we want to raise the way we they they should be raised in our minds that we live in a world where we're not confronted by this opposition. Now, it's a shitty way of living. I'd much prefer that we could understand each other and come to a game plan, but fighting and protesting and not listening to someone because they are throwing out a different point of view, that's no way to live either. What we're doing is wrong. Mm -hmm. What we're doing does not allow us to exist we have to find a better way.
0: Well, I think we're living in a parallel society right now. I mean, we look at all the uh, wokeism, and then you have, you know, they're not going to, um, I mean, at least the experience I've had and I've been out there, they don't want to hear what you have to say. They really don't. They're, it's their way or no way. So what do we do? we have to find solutions and, and start, you know, getting involved with our kids, getting involved with what's happening in the school system. What is being taught? I mean, we have to be so, and they won't allow us in their classroom anymore. So how do we do that, you know?
1: Well, it's I, I certainly don't have the answers because I spend more, I don't read a lot. I spend a lot of time in, in personal grooming, as, as is obvious. Um, but I, no one's laughing at my jokes today. What the hell's going on? Oh,
0: sorry. I'm missing them. I'm missing Uh,
1: them. Um, here's the deal that, yeah, I, you put me in the category. Well, where I will not allow the people that I'm entrusted to take care of. Believe that there are minor attracted persons Mm -hmm. and they should be assimilated. I've got to draw the line. Right. And I just did. So beyond that, where can we come together? Where can we have an open discussion? Where can we learn from each other? And it's not voting however we're going to vote in the next few years. No, this is about us. It's it's about everyone here on this planet. Mm -hmm. I thank you guys for listening. Uh, Jose, Shelby, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a great part. Thanks for protecting us, Cody and Tucker. Check us out on what's our email? What's uh Shelby?
0: You can email us at just the tip america at gmail.com. You can find us on your major um social media platforms, um Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, all those things at just the tip america.
1: Take a second, look at us up. Also, for those of you who enjoy the interaction, uh, sexual healing, uh, podcast. Uh, I think we are taping over the next 48 hours. We'll be there on your favorite, uh, platform. We look forward, uh, to seeing you guys next week. Thanks for coming in. Just the tip. I'm Dr. Bill.
0: Thanks for finishing with just the tip, America. You've been with Doctor Bill, and he is looking forward to creating yet another tip with you. We invite you to become a big fat member and subscribe. Make your time spectacular. It is all up to you. Grab what you can out of life and join us at Just the Tip, America.